Thank you for tuning in to Actually Very Good, a show where I speak to the most interesting people in New York and the wider world. I'm excited for you to meet the folks I've been so lucky to meet by just walking around on the streets of New York. It's a zoo, and we are both animal and observer. <laughs> Before we get into it, I've had a heck of a week. There is a gang of 13-year-olds in my neighborhood I keep getting into fights with because they let their dog pee on the trees. I keep telling them that I took an arborist class with the city to become a tree pruner and that the urine is bad and slowly kill the neighborhood trees. So this has been a months-long battle with these goddamn kids. Culminating into a fist fight last night with the fattest child. I immediately lost the fight, and she carried me to a playground and stuffed me in a tube slide. So anyway, that's where I spent the night, in a tube slide on a playground. Anyway, let's get started. My first guest is someone I found wandering around Times Square crying. Her name is Connie. Connie, welcome. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm not crying anymore. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you in the studio with me. Uh, why it's really a beautiful space. Oh, th well, thank you so much. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay. Uh, well, my name is Connie. I'm 35 years old. I'm, I'm actually... a uh, born and raised in humble texas um it's a a town uh, not too far from houston uh probably 30 miles north or so mm -hmm. um i live in what most would consider the sticks okay <laughs> that's what we call it back at home wow. uh, uh but that's only because i have lots of land and lots of woods lots of trees lots of bugs <laughs> um uh, and i do live by myself um yeah you you are a single woman i'm a single woman i uh but by no means am i alone uh, <laughs> oh i'd yeah. love to hear more about that well um yes uh, i'm a dog breeder mm. uh chihuahuas specifically and only um and i have shit about 17 17 chihuahuas back in my uh back at home uh those little guys i i put out a feeder for them and uh i uh put out one of them water bottles i just cut a hole in the top so they're they're fine while i'm on my trip out here um they're eating and drinking and probably shitting everywhere too i love them oh you keep them inside the house no well they have their own uh door to the house it's not a doggy door per se it's uh -huh. a door that they can open with their paws oh a tiny little knob uh that's chihuahua sized uh so they're free to come in and out as they please but they mostly love out outdoors i have a little pond out there for them i done mm. with a shovel yep oh nice and the, do they know how to swim in the pond or well shit i sure as hope so i'll be coming home to some dead doggies oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that would be a very bad vacation <laughs> what made you come up to new york well um as a dog breeder, I'm always looking for my next dog. Uh, and I'm on Craigslist, okay? Uh -huh. And like I said, I'm always looking for my next dog. I post wanted uh, dog posts, and I look for uh, dog giveaways. I call them <laughs> dog giveaways. <laughs> and the damnedest thing happened. I'm looking for the dog giveaways one day. And normally these all come from my local area, you know, Porter. Uh, some of them come from Houston. Mm -hmm. Some of them from Humble. Well, this one came in from New York City. This darling little chihuahua. Her name's Diamond. Black Diamond. Uh-huh. She needs a home. Now, her owner in New York City... Uh, Broke the dog's leg on oh, accident. Oh my! So this dog ha is in a dog wheelchair. Mm -hmm. She don't know how to take care of it in her tiny apartment. So, uh, I, 
in two weeks, the dog was going to be euthanized. Oh, my goodness. So you tell me if I had to make the trip out here. Of course I did. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be here. This place is insane. Yeah, well, it is, as I said uh, in the intro of the show, it is zoo, and we are both uh, animal and observer. <laughs> and I'm sure you understand what I mean by that. <laughs> you seem to live in a little bit of a zoo yourself. <laughs> I, my life is absolutely 100% zoo. <laughs> now, uh, d- so you do live alone in this house. Uh, is that, uh, have you always been alone in the house? Oh boy, well now you're really, now you're really going there. Uh, not always. I had me uh, an ex, an ex boyfriend, uh, live-in boyfriend uh, <laughs> last year. Uh, he left me though, so I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he was a hell of a guy. Uh, he had a temper problem, and uh, well, shit. One night he come home from couple nights drinking down at the local watering hole, and he come up there. He was mad as madder than a a rattling rattlesnake Mm -hmm. and um well you know i was just taking care of the dogs and he come in the kitchen hooting and hollering the can the shrimp's gone the shrimp's gone i'm saying now what what the hell is he talking about well apparently his can of shrimp from the cupboard was gone i guess one of the dogs has gotten into it or something Uh uh-huh he got so darn mad he started throwing kitchen knives it, it at me oh my goodness well i picked up my dogs to protect my dogs and one of them knives went right through uh right through the sternum of one of my oldest chihuahuas and uh killed her right on the spot she ceased to breathe immediately you, you from can, the knife wound if you need a moment i understand it's I'm so sorry to hear I'm that. I'm crying about the dog, not about the man. I mean, no, no, I, you I know, know, and after that, it's just hard for me to trust men now. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. You don't trust men either? Well, I've got a husband at home, and I haven't seen him for about three months. So you tell me. Is he traveling, or what's he doing? He Well, he has a job where he uh, drives cruise ship boats. So, uh He's been out on a cruise for three months, but I swear it feels like he's doing it on purpose to avoid me. Uh, Sounds like he's got a good job. I mean, don't piss him off. You're going to lose him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's uh, hard for me to piss anyone off other than everyone. So you've got your your oldest chihuahua, and you said you've got 17 at home? Yeah, 16, 17 of them, I guess... uh, well, one of them's got uh, is pregnant, so I'm. I, mm. Who knows how many? Well, yeah, that's your job to yeah. get them pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm not the ones uh, getting them hard or anything like that. Uh, but you know, they do that on their own. I just provide a safe space for them to couple. Uh huh. Yeah. We'll say that. Uh, I'm not gonna say nothing nasty. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it, this is on a. Uh, Internet radio, so you can curse or say okay. whatever you want to. Great. Uh, just for future reference. Thanks. If something else nasty comes to mind, uh, I'm not too prudish to be able to hear it. And I would hope that our listeners are not too prudish as well. We live in a brand new world. We do. After 9-11, it is a brand new world. You're right about that. It's- Hard to get on the airplane these days. It is, yeah, they make you take your shoes off. And oh, hell, you look at a, a, one of them TSA agents the wrong mm-hmm. way and they'll start touching your titties or whatever they're yeah. doing on that. I don't know. Yeah, one time I was going to be frisked and the guy took one look in my eyes and he said, Ugh. And uh, he did not frisk me, which is good. I had a knife on me too, but it was in my Please. bra. Oh, God. But, uh,. Well, I forgot it was there is the thing. I wasn't wasn't on purpose, you know. I forgot I had a knife in my bra and then anyway. I, I hate knives. Oh yes. Sorry, I uh sorry to bring that up. Um Well So that relationship ended and not a one since not one sense. You know, it's real hard for me to trust men after mm. that. You know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a woman of God, and mm. I believe that people are inherently good, 
and that men don't want to kill your dog or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I can't take that risk no more. And the men, the, the type of men that are over, uh, you know, at Walmart or, you know, if I go over uh, to um, Checkers or something like mm-hmm. that or the Golden Crow, they're either already with somebody and they ain't trying to look at, you know, 35-year-old dog breeder. You know, I just mm-hmm. feel like uh, sometimes I feel like a, a man. Well, you know what? I have not a man sitting in front of me. I have a very brave woman. And I want to say that to you right now. A brave woman. Uh, have you sold any of the, the dog? You're, you're a dog breeder. How many right. have you uh, sold or given away? Uh, thank you for that compliment. Uh, I've never been told that I was brave. Um, so I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've sold plenty of dogs. Are you in the market? Oh, no. Uh, no dogs allowed at my apartment. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, so it's a studio, and it's the the landlord is is an insane person. So, no dogs allowed. Yeah, anybody who don't trust a dog is insane, if you ask me. Uh, do you know what? I gotta agree with that. What whatever <laughs> has a dog done to a human? You that's bad. Except protect them, right? And you know what? I I I, I do want to go back to that brave thing. You you seriously, no one has ever called you brave or complimented you in that way. You got to know, I spend most of my time with dogs. Mm-hmm. So I, the the few people I do see when I'm picking up food or um, they, they, look, they look at me and they see an overweight, oily woman who uh, is sad, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, no, nobody's ever said I was brave. I don't look brave. I don't feel brave. I feel sc- old and scared. Well, you know what? You came to New York City by yourself to get a free dog, and you—you you were when I saw you, you were wandering around Times Square crying. I didn't know if it was uh, something bad had happened or it was the majesty of the place that moved you to such strong emotion. Yeah. Um, but you were by yourself, and I think you can be brave going forward as well. And- I. I was crying because I learned that the Dave Letterman don't do his show there no more. That it's Stephen Colbert now, and you know he was a legend when I when back when I used to, I don't have TV no more. But when I had TV, Dave Letterman was always on. You know, and and I thought <laughs> I was sure I go to New York City, I could see Dave Letterman or something. Well, that really busted my balls. I I know what you mean. I was I was so sad when Dave left. It felt like he was a personal friend. Yeah. And uh, uh, so that's made me very sad. Meet you and me both, sister. <laughs> sister. Sister. I never had no sister, so. Yeah, I, I, nor do I. I was an only child. Uh, well. You spoiled. Uh, you spoiled, little girl. No. No, no, no. But we won't get into that right now. Uh, you didn't have any sisters. Did you have any brothers? Yeah, I had a brother uh, until he drank himself silly and decided to get on a motorcycle and drove himself into a ditch and he was killed upon impact. Ceased to breathe the moment that his motorcycle crashed into a ditch. My parents decided to have an open casket. Now imagine a, a little 12-year-old Connie walking up to her brother's casket and last Last time I'd spoken to my brother, uh, we were fighting over Bazooka Joe gum, you know, bubble gum in the neck. And and I see him in a casket and they got his uh, head practically taped on. I couldn't recognize him from freaking Barbie dolls that I had in my my room. It was they just used tape to tape. Well, it looked like tape. I mean, I think it was fake skin or whatever they use at the wax museums, but. It was all around his neck, keeping that thing on there. Oh, I am so, so sorry. That must oh. have been awfully horrifying. It is. Uh, you know, I I prayed a lot and I got through it. Um, but yeah, I never had any other siblings outside of him. Hmm. How did your parents react to uh, raising you once they had lost their son? Oh, my dad took to the garage most of the nights. Um, 
Didn't see too much of him after that. He'd always be staring into his computer screen in the garage. Now, hell, I didn't know what he was or whatever he was. What are you even staring at, you know? Yeah. I didn't try not to bother him. <laughs> My mom was as big as a house, so, you know, she all she did was eat. Um, so our relationship wasn't much, but you go get me some Arias or go get me some cheetahs or, you mm-hmm. know. Now, one thing you did uh, mention when we were driving over here, you fell asleep in the cab and you were talking in your sleep. You mentioned something about a, a childhood vacation gone awry. You just kept screaming. Oh, God. Oh, God, I can't believe I brought that up in my sleep. Oh, my God, I, apparently I haven't gone over it. Oh, God. Yes, um, you must be referring to the time I was molested by a dolphin in the Florida Keys. Was that maybe what I was talking about? You were talking about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, well, there's a reason I ain't a dolphin breeder, I'll tell you that. That is true. They're uh they they are aggressive creatures. I'll say. Yeah. I always thought they were friendly. I was excited to go dolphin watching. Well, I tipped over the boat and <laughs> fallen. <laughs> I I tipped over in the boat and you know, they're shouting man overboard, man overboard and I'm saying, "Hell no, I got me some I'm right here with the dolphins." Mm-hmm. You know, this is the place. If you're going to watch a dolphin, you watch one in the ocean coming at you. Mm. Well, this one had a twinkle in his eye, like he was coming for me. He wanted something from me. Uh-huh. Well, he took me into his arm, and he had them flippers, honey, wrapped around my body. I couldn't move an inch, and then I felt felt like a someone ramming a, a an air pump mm-hmm. into my <laughs> in betwixt my legs and. Uh, yeah, he had his way with me for about six, seven minutes. And, they didn't uh, get you out of the water faster than that? Oh, hell. He took me down underwater. He took me above water. Honey, he took me everywhere but Olive Garden. Um. Then after it was over, the thrusting was over, I saw this plume of smoke in the water, and I guess that was him finishing up. Um, yeah. Well, I hate dolphins. So I I I apologize that I was screaming that um in the car. <laughs> so it it is okay. Uh I uh just was hoping that you were okay. It, it was r- very loud screaming. Yeah, every night I wake up in a cold sweat thinking about those that dolphin. I mean I do I do believe I was raped. That's <laughs> What it sounds like. <laughs> yep. Uh, before we we go, I, I just have a couple more questions. Uh, I'm sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, if... What are you looking for? Say you get in another relationship with a man. What type of man are you looking for? Um, quiet. Um, likes dogs. And if you're listening out there, I know that the Lord is fixing you up to be the man that you should be with and trust me and the lord's fixing me up to be the woman i should be and uh, i promise i'll get my body in better shape and i promise um i promise you that uh we'll have a, a life a happy life filled with dogs and on that note what what do you like most about yourself I like that I like dogs. Connie from Mumble, Texas. Thank you so much for coming on the on the show. I appreciate you kindly. Thank you so much. Uh can you point me in the direction of um of Bedsty? That's where I gotta go pick up the dog. 
just uh just walk down the street and uh don't stop till you find those dogs. Roger that. All right, and that was Connie. My second guest. <laughs> I found her when she and I were trying to use the same bathroom. We uh <laughs> neither of us made it in the toilet. <laughs> but boy, we had a good laugh about it. Uh please welcome Jennifer W. Hi. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I made it in the toilet. Oh. <laughs> I don't I, know about you. I guess I guess it was just me then. <laughs> I just had to change real fast. I had a costume change. Oh, oh, a costume change. That's right. You were on stage that night. Uh <clears throat> so what what were you doing uh that evening? I had been called up at an off-off-Broadway uh, magic show. Um, I got free tickets to go, so I went. And <laughs> they. I think I get called up and called out a lot because I'm beautiful. And um, I was basically the woman they cut in half. And it was awesome. Now, how did they do that the cutting in half thing I have to tell you I have absolutely no idea like I beforehand we got a lot of champagne with the man uh magician um Mm -hmm. ahead of time so I was in his what's it called uh dressing room yeah dressing room ahead of time because he like I think he had like seen me on tv or something Mm. and so um yeah, I mean, it's common. So we were having a little champs, and I guess then he picked me randomly, and yeah. Now, you, you've been on TV. Yeah. Well, it actually, no. So I was on the only season of The Bachelor that never actually aired, but okay. um, because I was such an interesting personality, I've like been on little clips with like Chris and stuff like that after. Ah, so what what season of The Bachelor were you on then? It why? doesn't have a season because it never aired. Oh, why didn't it air? Um, well, okay, um, okay, um, so I was on my one on one with Josh, and it was like amazing. We were on this like romantic island. Mm-hmm. So, just do you watch The Bachelor? I've never seen it. Oh, so I only watch CBS. <laughs> <laughs> So this is um, on another channel and basically what happens is he picks girls that he wants to go on dates with and if you get far enough like you can go on one-on-ones and stuff so I was on a Mm one-on-one and he took me to this like island and it was awesome and we're having like honestly an awesome time and something about me is like I'm looking to find love. I don't Mm. do anything without the intention of of finding love. I'm here to find love. Like you never know where you can find love. So Mm. we're on the island and not only did he not give me a rose, but he left me on the island. Um, The whole crew left me on the island for 462 days. Oh Um, my goodness. But I survived. I'm here. How did you survive? That's such a long time. Um... No one believes me when I say this. Um, I really honestly think I survived because of love. Mm. And how is that? So I don't know what it was exactly. It was like day two, I swear to God, I started falling for the island. Like, I don't know if it's because there's one island and like every other life form is like trying to survive on the island, kind of like The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. But there was something in me that wanted the island to want me and I did whatever I could and I just appreciated it. And if you go through life loving things like, oh, I love my sunburn or oh, like I love being dehydrated. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can... It's just how you change your perspective. So I did find a coconut and drank it very slowly. 
And that's all you you had for 462 days. There are also some sea turtles. I mean, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like the type of girl who, yeah, I can hunt a sea turtle. I can chug a beer. I can survive on a deserted island. I'm like a girl's guy, you know, so it was fun. That is that is an amazing story. I'm a, a bit shocked it wasn't on the cover of the New York Times. I would uh, have loved to have read that story. Well, um, they never wanted to air it because of what happened to me. And I honestly, like, I'd go on the show again. I hold nothing against them. I learned. I loved. I fell in love. So, mm-hmm. um, are you? So you're currently single. You're not dating anyone. Guilty. <laughs> Well, um, here's a guy. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's uh, feels feels good to to say some jokes, you know, and have some goofy fun. Yeah, you can be sexy if you like unbutton that collar. Well, I can't. Uh, I mean, I actually the way my body is proportioned, <laughs> I can't unbutton the top collar it has to say buttoned or the whole shirt comes off um so now one thing that uh you mentioned to me right away when we met Mm -hmm. uh as you were changing clothes you said you were an entrepreneur yes i'm an entrepreneur Mm. uh so what businesses have you started so being an entrepreneur means that you start businesses Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and uh so what were some of the businesses you've started then i've started so many and that's what's the best part about being an entrepreneur. So when I went on The Bachelor, when they're like, oh, let's name one of your businesses. I'm like, I'm an entrepreneur. I can just say, Jennifer, entrepreneur, 21. You know? So that, like, you don't have to say what your business is. Mm -hmm. You start many. And it's a fancy word. My dad is so impressed when I tell him what I do. Wow. Now, what is your what do your parents do? My dad um, is a pharmaceutical professor at the University of Michigan. Mm. He teaches uh, pharmaceuticals. Far, like, yeah, phar- pharmacy. Pharmacology. Like, to be, yeah, I might have said the wrong word. But like, if you want to be a pharmacist, mm-hmm. it's actually a really good field. And uh, your mother, is your mother still with us? Yeah, why? (laughs) What what does she do? She's a stay-at-home mom, but she's, like, proud of it. (laughs) Do you have any other siblings? Yes. Mm. Oh, um, I have a twin sister. Oh, wow. uh, Fraternal. Mm. Which means we... Which means we don't look exactly alike Mm. um and she actually had she had um recently I was just in the hospital with her because she had um a full like chin plasty a rhinoplasty um she got her boobs done she got a vaginal rejuvenation Mm. before having kids um she got liposuction (laughs) And now we kind of look a little more alike. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, what What was her reason for doing all of that? Uh, to look more like you or just to... I don't know if it's to look more like me. Oh, she also... So they have this new thing. Have you ever heard of laser hair removal? Mm-hmm. So they have a new thing in trials and it's just a full-on like laser like it's like a tube that you step inside and then it <laughs> it fully blasts a laser everywhere. There's no surface on your body. It doesn't hit and it just fixes whatever it can. Mm. So she went into one of those, but oh. she got scarred a little, but she does look really good. Mm. Um, And I think why she wanted to do that was, I don't know, I guess because like, I mean, you're putting me in this position to say it. Like, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. I was always a hot one and my looks did get me a lot of places. So I think she felt that pressure. So like as an entrepreneur, like I get investors to just give me money all the time. Mm-hmm. And she's um she is in med school. Mm. She wants to be a doctor. So it's like just confusing for her, I think. Mm. You know, I uh, once tried to do laser hair removal. So I, not to get too personal, but my pubes grow all the way down my leg. Like they grow lengthwise or they grow hair follicles down? I have hair follicles all on the inside of my leg. So you have pubes on your calves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So... You would have to get those removed if you ever went on The Bachelor. Yeah. Well, no, I, I tried to get them removed and they said, I we don't know what it is, but it doesn't, the laser is not working on your body. So, so they're, they're still there. I, I try to shave them. They're pretty thick though. So they use like a few razors every time I shave. Um, have you ever tried Nair or anything? Waxing? Yeah, I've tried both of those. Uh, the look you're giving me, like there's so much desperation in your eyes. I just want to, I want to help. Like that's my new business, I think. Well, I think, you know, if I, if I could uh, go in that laser tube and, and even if I get scarred a little bit, it, it would, I'd feel confident. Like more you're fine with skin crafts? Uh, I think so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my, uh, I guess it depends. My skin has different colors depending on where where you're looking. So Sounds like you already have skin grafts. <laughs> um Yeah, and it's not not even from a disease. I just different colored skin in patches. Um They said specifically I don't have a disease. I can give you my dad's number. I would love that. I would love that's what I was trying to get at. Oh, can okay. I get your dad's number? Yeah, for sure. Um so you have a twin sister and is that the only uh sibling you have? Um no, I have another sibling. Mm. Um Ralph. Ah, uh, and is Ralph older or younger? He's um, he's like a baby. He's a baby. He's a baby. Yeah. Oh, a little accident. <laughs> well, um, um, no, um, my dad, um, is just like me and he believes you can find love anywhere. So he found more love and also married a student of his. So he has two wives now. And and a new baby. So that's Ralph. Mm. Old name, old like grandpa names are coming back, which I think is so cute. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So my dad has two wives and I can't find a husband. So it's like, LOL. Well, but <laughs> you're still young. I'm still, for me though, I'm not. Like for me, being young was like 16. Mm. I know other people don't get that, but like now I'm 21. So mm. who was your first love? Um, this is hard for me because, um, sometimes I don't know if I have been in love because mm. I've been with so many guys. It's like they all meld in my mind and mm. they're all like one guy. But you would like to find love. I know what love is and like I know it's out there for me. I I felt I knew I was falling in love with when I was on The Bachelor, I was falling in love with Josh The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And when I was on the island, I fell in love with the island. But real guys, like if there's not like there hasn't been like a camera there. Mm. If there aren't stakes. If there aren't stakes. Yeah. Hmm. Well. I think that that's very brave of you to admit. Did I admit something I didn't mean to? Um, 
No, it's just I've I've never heard anyone say that before. They only fall in love when there was a camera there. That's such an oh, interesting. Oh, I don't think I said that. Oh, I think that is no. what you said. Oh my god, no. Mm. So, what you have you ah have you forgiven Josh for leaving you there on the island? Oh my god. Of course. Mm. I have to. I mean, it opened my mind to who I to who I could really be. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I started to make fire. I tried to make fire on that island. And you started to or you did? Have you ever tried to make fire? I have, yes. Um, I, uh, I went to a camp out once and I tried to start a fire. Oh, well, when you're up, so what happens when you're abandoned on an island is that like you don't have like anything to help you make a fire. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I didn't even have internet. So like I didn't even, I didn't, I had never thought about what fire was before. Mm. Does that make sense? Like I hadn't even like, I had seen people like yakking sticks together. Like I didn't even know. So Mm. I didn't, I was like hitting trees and like it, there was just no way for me to know. Like now that I watch Naked and Afraid, I know, Mm -hmm. but I had never seen anyone make fire. So I was never going to make fire, but I tried. Well, that is, that's so valiant. Thank you. Uh, I have one last question for you. Yeah. What would you like your legacy to be? <sighs> legacy meaning? When you die at an hopefully old age, mm-hmm. what would you like for people to remember most about you, most fondly about you? It's... um. I think it's hard for me mentally to imagine what other people are thinking as like a mind game. But um, for me on my tombstone, I think I would want it to just say XOXO. Wow. And that, that would be quite a legacy. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for talking with me. Now, I would like to, uh, Connie, would you like a little red wine? No, um, that's devil's juice. So, Connie, this is Jennifer. Jennifer, this is Connie. Hi. You're a beautiful lady. (laughs) I have to wear a bikini wherever I go. Um, yeah, so I'm just so excited uh, to have met both of you here on the streets of New York. Uh, we have a million stories in New York, and these are just two of them. Uh, so yeah, I thought the two of you could also get to know each other a little bit and and, uh, and talk, and maybe if you have questions for each other, uh, being from different worlds, different places, uh, it would be fun fun to to see where the conversation goes i'm a big fan of conversation (laughs) is this a date (laughs) (laughs) connie have you ever swung both ways oh do you mean if i've uh, yeah i know what you mean have i done lesbian (laughs) activities yeah i guess (laughs) uh no um there are certain rules that I follow in, in the book um, that I just don't even, I don't try to cross it. I know that every human can have that want to touch somebody, whoever's in front of them. But I don't you believe in uh, the power of restricting yourself? You know, the, there's a power in saying no to your desires. I've... When I'm home with my family, I never masturbate in my bedroom. <laughs> what you do other places? Yeah. Just not with your family. Oh, uh, no. That's like, and when I'm home in my like 
teenage bed, like that's when I want to do it the most, you know? Right. I guess that is in a way what I'm talking about. Uh, so Connie, you grew up in, in Texas, still live there. Uh, where did you say you grew up, Jennifer? Ipsy, Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti. Oh, it's in Michigan. Michigan. It's like right here. Uh, she's oh, she's yes. doing the hand the thing all Michiganders yeah. oh, love sorry. to do. <laughs> is, it, is Are there no cameras? Uh, no, there are no cameras here. We are recording. Okay. <laughs> but not visually. Um, you I'm know, sorry for, if I offended you, Connie. No, I, like, no, I'm here to make friends. I know everyone on reality TV shows is like, I'm not here to make friends. I am. I mm. would suspect a beautiful woman like yourself has... never had to say no to anybody everybody wants a piece of you and and i I imagine it'd be very hard to be you you just said what i wanted everyone to ever say to me ever well gosh connie i want you to find love and like your dog sounds so adorable yeah you know for the time being to be honest with you it's it's fine because, uh, again, I am afraid of men uh, and, and what they're capable of doing to my dogs. Um, I haven't met a man who loves dogs as much as me, and it's so part of me. You know, it's such a big part of me. It's hard for me to, to trust men. So if you know any dog lovers, send them my way. There's that um, Caesar. He's on. Oh, pa- the dog pa- whisperer. General. I think he's gay. Mm. You think? I think he's, he, I think he swings both ways. <laughs> Connie, <laughs> like you said before. <laughs> oh my God, Connie, you're so cute. I'm obsessed with you. But I wanted to know what you said before about um, vaginal rejuvenation, uh, that your your twin sister had gotten it and then had her baby. Which was Oh, she a- hasn't even had babies yet. Oh. So She's what- freezing her eggs like today. Her eggs. Yeah. Inside of her body. She's freezing them? Well, they say you should freeze your eggs for your second baby. Like, you don't freeze it for your first baby. You freeze it for your second baby. They tell everybody that? Like, if you want to have kids later. Uh, Connie, have you frozen your eggs? No. uh, The only freezing I do is for a chicken in the deep freeze in my garage. And... uh, yeah, that's about it. I don't. You could get a vaginal uh, rejuvenation, though. But what is that? Um, I hate when people ask me things. Um, so what I know about it, you know how I don't want to sound rude or cross, but um, you know, have you ever you when you're having sex with a guy? Yeah. So um, when you're, I'm going to try to talk all sciencey. Um, the vagina is better for men or whoever um, if it's like really like tighter. And so a uh, vaginal rejuvenation um, like tightens it all up and it like, fixes it like if you have a gross vagina like or broken it it's broken or um tilted or it's 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 (sighs) upside down is your vagina upside down well it ain't right side up (laughs) that might so i don't know about that but that sounds really medically compelling but for a vaginal rejuvenation, they basically just like, I think they take a big laser. I don't know what it is and laser it up and fix it. It's like easy. Like, honestly, if you're in this room and you don't get one, everyone in this room I'm looking at should get one. Okay. Well, is that an insult about my vagina? I just know what happens. There was one, on my season, there was a contestant who was 40. 40. 4-0 mm-hmm. on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Single. Okay, well, Anyways, I'm, I'm you're married. rolling your eyes at me. I don't know. 
she stepped out of the jacuzzi and she was wearing a Target bathing suit, so it totally was like loose nice. around her cooch. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm. And we saw what was hanging out of it. I swear, I find love everywhere, so I was like fine with it. Like I accept her, but Tina W was. I had she was crying. Mm. So I wonder if that happens to everybody when they're 40 because I've got five more years left. So I'm wondering if I should get in these laser booths and and have it all fixed up. Have them put walls in there to make things tighter just like, you know, like they're fixing an apartment or something. What do you plan to have? Do you plan to have children, Connie? Well, no. I mean, I I plan to raise dog children, but... uh, you know, if I do find at some point that I want children, I, I want everything to be fixed down there. Yeah, it's not. So I'm, I didn't make this clear up top. I'm not a doctor. But, You're not. But um, yeah, it's not for like better having kids. It's like for more like better Connie, I can't say this when you're looking at me, but it's for better sex. You know what I mean? I've only had sex a couple times, and uh, one of those times was with a dolphin. So uh, sex is not very pleasurable for me to begin with. I'm so sorry. I'm not sure if anything will make sex feel good for me. And I don't think it has to then. Then then don't let that. You need to find love outside of dolphin world and outside of sex and yeah, I, I'm going to pass on the vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. That's amazing that we figured that out. <laughs> Thank you. You are amazing. It really, no one's helped me solve a problem before. That is, uh, oh, I, I got to say, Connie, yeah, you are having some breakthroughs right now. Um, this is an amazing um recording that we're doing. It is. This is amazing. This is the changing of Connie's life. <laughs> Why can we find Connie a boyfriend? Oh no! I believe in love, and I feel there. Even if you hate yourself, there is a guy out there for I don't you. Hate myself. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I guess everything you were explaining about. I'm yourself. a very unlucky person. Oh. Um, I feel like the world has turned its back on me, but I am. I am not. Um, I don't hate myself. Um. But I do, I you know, things will turn around. They and- will, Connie, they will. Have you ever been on Coffee Meets Bagel? Um, bagel is a, a Jewish slur or what? It's a, a bread good. Bread good. You've had a bagel, Connie. I've had bagel bites. Okay, so anyways, it's just a website. It's like a cute website. And if you're in New York, you might as well try it. It's actually a little pizza that's on a bread and you pop it. You can microwave them and they come in a little tray. That's what a bagel bat is. Oh, those are, I love those. I mean, I haven't had one in a while, but I love those. Yeah. Mm. Uh, How long are you in New York, Connie? Well, I'm going to go pick up the dog my flat leaves tomorrow morning. Mm. Me. Maybe we could find someone tonight for you to go on a date with. Oh, uh, I didn't bring no other clothes, so I'm I'm in my camo here, so I don't know. <laughs> Unless you have a, a size 24 uh, denim skirt I could borrow. And, uh, well. It's not about even, I don't I've know. got some sheets. That was rude. It's not about. Tonight, I don't know why I'm feeling so therapy-y right now. I love when you talk. (laughs) Connie, it's not about what happens tonight. It's not about you meeting someone tonight. If it is, though, there's this website, and it's called eros.com. And sometimes when I'm a little low on cash or I need someone to tell me I'm beautiful, I go on it, and it's um, awesome. And they match you with a hot New York guy. They're usually over 70. Um, (laughs) They're usually over 70. And um, I've never known any of their names. 
but they are married with kids and it's a really nice hotel room and you can order room service and that's a vacation. And they're really hot. Like I said, it's it's never about that. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying you can sleep in a nice bed for a night. They're old men. They're old wrinkly men. Do you have to sleep with those men? I don't have to do anything. Yeah, you're damn right you don't. But do I pay rent? No. Do I do it every night? Yes. I would love to live a day in your shoes. Oh, these Louboutins? (laughs) Those shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I would love to try to... Can you see me trying to prance around in those shoes? You know what? I'd love to see it. Oh, my God. You have to try. Oh, I don't know what I should do. Stir soup with this thing or put it on my foot. It looks like a spoon. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, Connie, that looks... They look so good on you. I mean, they're not fitting all the way in there. And I can't even carry a dog walking around in these sort of things. Everything that I do cannot do it with a dog. That is how I measure everything. Should I eat this sandwich? Can I do that with a dog? Yes, Mm -hmm. I'll get the sandwich then. Should I watch TV? Can I do it with a dog? Yes. Um... You look sad. Sorry. Um, there were, um, there was a pack of rabid dogs on the island. and um, Oh, my God. They were small, but they were fierce. Feral dogs. They're feral dogs. Island wild dogs. I've heard yes. about these. Yeah. You saw them? I saw them, yeah. Um, they... Oh, man, I don't know. I, that just brought back a lot of memories. I know you've been talking about dogs the whole time, but suddenly, like, I actually saw the word in my head, and sometimes that takes a while, and I make the connection. I make very slow connections, so. Did did you engage with the dogs? What do you mean, Connie? Did you interact with them whatsoever? Did they touch you? Did they snarl? Did they scratch or bite you all of the above okay you need to go to a veterinarian clinic and you need to go get tested immediately it's been years connie if i'm rabid i've been rabid for this long and maybe i'm rabid connie is uh so whenever so you go to the vet for your own health care i kind of am a a, my own vet Mm. yep um. Yeah, I I'm my own doctor and veterinarian, mm. but I I know that if you are in contact with feral dogs mm-hmm. and they bite or snarl or s- scratch you, yeah, all of the above. Yes, you you should see a, a veterinarian. Absolutely. I mean, you could turn you could yourself you could turn into a, a ghost. It, it, your body, your soul will leave your body. Your body is going to de- decay and deteriorate. Wait, what? Your pretty body right now. I think that one of the reasons you're skinny is because you have a dog disease. I mean, I have been losing um, weight. I'm very. Af- I'm afraid that uh, I might not ever see you again because you will die. This is. I know this is crazy. I feel like this makes sense, though. I feel like no one sees me, like, for who I am. You know what, Jennifer? We see you. Do you? Am I actually here? Like, or is this just going to be another season of something that doesn't air? Well, we're hoping to get this on the air. Oh. I wouldn't want you to be hurt again. That's for sure. I don't want any of us to be heard again. You, I mean. Excuse me. (laughs) I had a little bit of hooch on the way here. What's hooch? Moonshine. You can make it in your bathtub. (laughs) Do you make it? I've I've made moonshine in my bathtub because I'm not allowed to buy alcohol in the state of New York. Uh, So I've got, actually, I make it from corn 
Um, oh, just yeah. put corn and water in a bathtub, let it sit there for a few months, and it turns into fumigate. Yeah, yeah. You get some good flavors uh, from corn and water. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. You filter it. You put it through a Brita filter. And if you ever like find a coconut and you just like let it ferment for a while, that's a good idea. It is. It is strong shit. Oh, that sounds yeah very good. Yeah, I'll have to try. I'll have to buy no corn in a bathtub. Sounds great. (laughs) Now that that does sound very relaxing. It it is. uh, Yeah. Well, that's. It sounds like a watery shit I've taken. (laughs) My God in heaven! Oh Lord. Oh, she's had so much red wine. Sorry, daddy. <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I that am is sorry. part of the, uh, yeah, I have to send this recording to both of your sets of parents. No. <laughs> I know, I'm joking. You get people to open up, though. It's like you're so sad that people feel comfortable saying their sadness because they know you're even a lower sadness. Mm. You know, I am going to take that as a compliment. Yeah. Um, because I choose to take everything as a compliment because if I don't, I would never leave my bed. So before we go, uh, <clears throat> the last thing, I, I, I think that if we could all just say one message to each other so Connie something to Jennifer and something to me and then Jennifer (laughs) say something to Connie and something something a compliment or a go forth and conquer sort of statement if I just did mine to you do I have to do another one (laughs) I guess I guess that can count as yours to me yes okay um so now you would give one to Connie okay um let me just stay, say, stay or say, same are the are different words. Let me say that um, it's hard for me to respond immediately to questions. But um, Connie, listening to your story, I feel like even though we are such different people, we are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> oh. I feel like you're saying everything that I am not saying. You know, I hate men and um, I hate sea life. What? Am I wrong here? Am I saying the wrong things? I'm wrong. Uh, Connie, you have a great hairdo. I'm lying. I can't. (sighs) Connie, I'm supposed to say a compliment. What yeah, is this part of the show? Okay, Connie, you raising those dogs is so admirable because those dogs would have had nowhere else to live, I guess. And it's not like that dog wouldn't have survived if your boyfriend didn't throw a knife at it somewhere else. <laughs> you provide a safe home for those dogs. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. (laughs) All right, Connie, your turn. Something nice to to me. You? Um, And something nice to to Jennifer. uh, The pit stains on your shirt are small. (laughs) Not the biggest I've ever seen. So that's pretty amazing. Um, Thank you. And uh, Jennifer, um, my compliment to you is I think it's fascinating how someone can believe and love so much. Yes. Because especially in this world post 9-11 where things are upside down and people scream at you that you could still find love in people it's inspiring it's an it's an i uh, i feel um jittery i feel like i've been dipped in a hot hot pond i feel um 
like I'm leaving here a changed woman because of of your story on the island. Mm. Um. Wow. Was what I said like nice or was it not nice? What you said was perfect, Jennifer. I can I can go again though. If you want to go again, feel free to go again. And if you want to throw one my way as well, feel free feel free to throw another one my way and another and another one Cotton's way. What's your name? <laughs> Podcast girl. Uh, my name is uh, Steph. Um. Okay, I'm gonna do the Connie one then, if that's cool. You Connie, don't have to go again. No, with Connie, me. I messed up. I'm sitting next to you. I realize how how lucky I am to not, <laughs> how lucky I am to not have to raise dogs, and I. Uh, I value that about you and that's just, it's beautiful. Thank you for letting me hear your story. For real. You've changed me today. You've made me more appreciative of my life. So much more appreciative of my life. Um, I'm going to go home and I'm going to accept the trust fund from my dad. Unbelievable. Cool. And uh, if you just want to throw... Compliment my way as well. Staff, right. Um, I feel like you've been really good at timing this whole thing and you've kept us on track and you found us. Good for you. Mm. Thank you. And I think you'll get your pubes taken care of. <laughs> you will get your pubes taken care of. Thank you. That actually is, uh, I'm uh, glad to hear you say that. Can we just see a little? <laughs> just lift your pant leg. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> this is some of the pubes and then here's the giant cut I accidentally made when I was trying to shave Accidentally? Them. Or did you self-inflict it? It was, it was certainly accidental. Okay. Yeah. Although it was self-inflicted, uh, as in <laughs> I was the one who had the rip, but it was an accident, a self-inflicted accident. Did you, <clears throat> are also, um, what's going on on your feet, was that self-inflicted too? Lots so of that was different shapes. So I, uh, on the weekends, I, uh, I volunteer at a chicken farm. Oh my god! Yeah, well, good for you. Thank you. Yeah. So anyway, oh my god, there's a farm in New York City. Uh, yeah, there's actually a lot of farms on Long Island. <laughs> so I I volunteer at a chicken farm. I take the Long Island Railroad out there, and um, anyway, one time I forgot my shoes. I w- went to the went to the train. Was not where completely forgot. Did not cross my mind. I get to the farm, and. I had stepped in some Coca-Cola uh, on the train, so my feet were just covered in sugar. It smelled like soda, and uh, the chickens mm. went wild trying to eat it. Mm. So that's what happened. I would have, too, if I was one of them chickens. I would have been pecking at your soda feet. <laughs> so that's that's what uh, the deal with my feet is. When you stepped in soda on the train... Did you notice then that you weren't wearing any shoes? Uh, uh, strangely enough, no, I, I did not. Um, I, I just wasn't. I was so in my head. I was listening to my favorite music. Do you ever um, wear shoes? I'm remembering when I first met you, you didn't have shoes in Times Square. And uh, I thought, oh, God you are not wearing no, shoes I forgot now. Them. I forgot them again today. Oh, shit. I I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, I forgot. Sometimes I forget to put shoes on. But my feet, the bottoms of my feet have roughed up so much. It doesn't even, I can't can't feel a thing. I could walk on glass and not feel a thing. That's power. That's like an X-Man power. 
Oh, I would love to be an X Man. What are those? They're a, a, a series of uh, superhero mutants. They, and they live in a uh, school. Demons uh, trying to pass as humans, and um, it's it's a reality I would never want to live in. They fight a guy called Magneto. He's made of magnets, and they gotta fight him. Um, so you said you had like a hundred dollars for each of us. Uh, yeah. If you get. Yeah, if you guys sit tight, I gotta. I'm gonna go uh, collect some cans, and then I'll have a hundred bucks for you. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much, both of you, Connie, Jennifer. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, uh, thank you, Connie. Thank you, Steph. My show. You're, <laughs> you're <laughs> Connie. Thank you, Connie. <laughs> thank you, Connie. Oh wow! Thank you, Jennifer. Jennifer. Thank you, Connie. Thank you, Connie. And we're going to sit tight. Steven. Mm. Stuff. Yes. Can I use your bathroom when you get that money? Feel free to use it now. Thank you. It doesn't flush. So thank you all so much for coming on. Uh, Actually, very good. This has been episode one of Actually Very Good. I'm Steph Cook. I'd like to thank my guests, Annie Donnelly and Dara Katz. You can find us at actuallyverygood.com, on Facebook and Instagram at actuallyverygood, and on Twitter at AVG Podcasts. If you liked it, please subscribe.